All right, in three, two, one, we're starting. What's up, guys? It's Tweedledee and Tweedledum, aka hey. <laughs> <Okay>, me, Maddie, <laughs> and my sister Sophie. And this episode is gonna what the? This episode's it's gonna need a though. volume <laughs> warning. <laughs> I'm like, sitting far back. I promise. It is gonna break the sound barrier. You guys, <laughs> I'm all the way back you guys here. think I talk a lot or like that I'm loud? <laughs> my sister is. is so immensely, so much ever. worse, so much worse. <laughs> Sophie lives in Florida, and I am here with her mainly because, as you guys know, I finally got my breast augmentation. Like after you guys are hearing this, oh, it's done! Yay, 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 yay! <laughs> and I wanted to talk about everything pre-op. And have her here with me because she literally has been like my nurse, and I could not have survived. I couldn't even Taking made it in the. Uh, I couldn't mm-hmm. done anything without her. But mm-hmm. I'm gonna talk about everything pre-op with her because she has been here for <laughs> as much as I've like seen my doctor and known my doctor. She's known him for that amount of time too because obviously I live in Hawaii. So yeah, I got here the twenty first. The 21st, Thursday, yeah, I a left. Week ago. I left. I had an overnight flight. Guys, oh my god. Like, I just have not been able to get my times right or my scheduling right. I'm I've been so tired. You're six hours behind in Oahu, mm-hmm. so it's hard to adjust when you come here. It's oh, easier when you go there. Sleeping. I couldn't sleep the night before surgery, like, period. And then just especially before that. But literally, okay, so... If- <laughs> so I landed in Tampa, which is an hour from where Sophie lives. Yeah. And... We were driving home, and there's, like, traffic, because she got me at, like, four. And it's oh, just, like, this is just how our, my how our time goodness. begins. Oh, So, my. Sophie, like, has had cars. She's, well, first of yeah. all, she's gotten hit and run twice. No, yeah, just once. Yeah, Florida drivers are, like, crazy here. Like, I've been having, basically, problems since I moved here. <laughs> well, this one guy backed into her car twice. Three, almost three times. He just kept going. And then I had to, um press charges on a hit and run and then he i luckily i was in hawaii when it was going on and yeah. they contacted me and they're like you're subpoenaed and i was like i'm in hawaii and they're like and the next day they're like he pled guilty he's got community service so justice <laughs> yeah. is served justice is served don't never back down never never, what? never, <laughs> never back, back into down. me you'll never hear the end of it and then you beat the wrong like, shortly person. after that i oh, got in another i got rear-ended again but it was way worse like um, this girl just wasn't paying attention, just hit me, and then I had to take my car, and it was in the shop for three months, and I got it back, and there were still problems with it, so I had to take it back, and then after that, after sitting for so long, um, so it wouldn't start all the way sometimes, I got stuck at five below one time, I had to Uber home, <laughs> and then, um, I thought I'd got it fixed, I took it to a shop, they said they fixed it, $800 later, it's still having problems, took it to another shop. They fixed it for real, another $580, like, it's been crazy. And then, and then when Maddie was talking about when we came home, um, there was, like, a metal plate 
Bobbing in the wind underneath, we heard. Yeah, what is it called? We were on this huge... Your what plate? Your skid plate. We were on this giant bridge. If you're from the area, the Sunshine Skyway Bridge, it's a big old bridge, and you go 65 on it. It was when you were going over 60, Yeah, it would catch it. Yeah, I was going like 65, and it would flap in the wind, and then as we got closer to home, we heard it like some kind of dragging okay no because sophie was like in traffic and sophie no never this is before that oh yeah it was kind of dragging on the ground and she's like what's that noise is that I me was like oh this is normal because that was normal for my car and then when we got to a red light like we were close to be, we were like a mile from home <laughs> i was like oh i always cut around here I'm no like, you said these idiots i'm going there's <laughs> like immediate i was like karma. i am not waiting for these so idiots driving around the I, thought arcade. Was, I thought it was so smart cutting behind starbucks and there was a double speed bump <laughs> boom boom <laughs> metal cranking boom 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 <laughs> and then like basically the bottom of my car sounds like it fell out. Well, the guy, the security guard outside the arcade was like, "Are you guys okay?" So there's a guy at the corner of the arcade. If you <laughs> if you're from Florida, you know it's not actually an arcade. It's like gambling inside, so they have a bouncer. <laughs> um, and I pull up at the back of the dumpster so people can get around me because it's only one way. And he comes and he's like, "Are you okay?" And I was like, "Yeah, this is normal. Like my car's done this before. Like so embarrassed." I look under my car. And there's a bunch of stuff, like, just mangled under my car, like, my whole skid plate, because it's not small. And then, as we're looking under it, this homeless guy on a bike comes by, and he's like, are you guys good? He's like, I can get that out for you. And before I can even say anything, he's He's under my car. He had a nice bike. Yeah, he had a nice bike. So I thought he was going to take the stuff under my car and just keep it. But he like was yanking on stuff underneath my car and like I don't know why he decided it. And I was to like, help well, us. I was like, if it doesn't come, don't worry about it. And he got it and he's like, Do you want this? And I was like, Yeah. And I put it in the back seat with Maddie's suitcases still coming from the airport. Oh yeah, Sophie's such a I'm good Maddie's nurse. nurse. So I have to keep reminding her. I lean her forward. Aftercare. It's really hard. We'll talk about that. We'll get to that. Well, your freaking car. Yeah, my then, car. Then we went to Tampa the next day again for my. After my car was fixed, we took out. We literally oh, yeah, just Alex had to take fixed off. It. The he skid had to plate. get Alex, my boyfriend, fixed it. We had to take she off the skid these, plate because um, it was mangled underneath. But you also, yeah, the drive we, Sophie, right? the whole drive home was so it was, bad. I it left. Was, he, Alex just kept being like, drive, 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 and we were like screaming. We were on the, we were on the phone, phone just screaming people. the entire way. <laughs> I bet there was sparks on this. Yeah, because when we got back, I left a scratch. Like, there was a deep scratch in the parking lot. And I was like, oh, my God. And as we were backing the car out to, like, go drive up the ramps, so we're not in the middle of the parking lot, the neighbors were staring at us like, you idiots. Why are you driving that? We were so embarrassed. We were so embarrassed. Guys, this is also the car. I had to buy this car when my Ultima shit out on me. If you guys know me from (laughs) high school or college, like, I had that black Nissan Ultima, and then that shit out on me, so then I bought this. It's a Honda. For a couple months. For a couple months before I moved. And then I got it. And it's just, you know. You know how it be. Yeah, so basically, if you live in Florida, have good car insurance, have good well, I have it good is coverage. Scary driving. I have never experienced worse drivers. Like I lived in Florida for twelve years, not Florida, Georgia, and moved to Florida after twelve years, and I learned to drive in Georgia. And I've never seen worse drivers than I have here. Even in, compared to Atlanta, they just are not nice. And I just they're not like 
oh, I'm so good at driving. I can just skirt around. Like, they are legit, like, the I don't worst think there's a effing drivers. No. Like, do this. I've had people get road rage at me for honking at them when they pull out in front of me. Oh, my God. Alex has had people pull up to him at a stoplight. Like, why'd you do that when they had the uh, stop sign and just ran it? Like... Why did you run the stop sign? Literally. Tia had... So it's a season of road rage because Tia just had a Kia Soul flip her off the other a day, Kia too. A Kia Soul? Okay, hamster. Like, what are you, you going to do? Run on your wheel? <laughs> yeah, there's... It's just really... People are just not... Don't care here. And they're all old people, too. Like, they can't drive at all. They need I think you need license to not have revoked. a license Yeah, at a certain age, like... You're retired... You don't you even, can't. you can't even function and form a thought in your head. Yeah, the guy who backed into me almost three times, he was, like, 70. Oh, it's just, I'm just, it's just a rock. I'm just gonna keep backing the up. The story with it. that is I was waiting behind him at Walmart. Never go to Walmart if you live in Florida. Selfie's literally like, I we hate, cannot go there. I hate Walmart. You put a pillow on your lap, so don't lean forward. Maddie's not allowed to lean forward It's right so now. hard to podcast, guys, because, like, I have to you sit. Can, yeah. I basically uh, have to sit up straight or, like. Can't lean forward just for recovery. Yeah put stress on you i have so much to talk about for that like so much but yeah in florida like i was at walmart walmart's the craziest parking lot i was there behind him he hits me i'm honking the whole time so there's no way he doesn't hear me i'm honking because i have to wait for someone else to back out because someone's else someone else is coming hits me i'm like oh boy and then pulls back in and then comes back again <laughs> honking at him again hits me again and then there's like people behind you right there was that person who had left now, but he had hit me. So I was like, okay, I got to pull into a spot now because he hit me. But that person, I was originally waiting because someone else was backing out. Like, I legit couldn't go anywhere. And then he comes at me a third time, and I have to start backing up because he's coming at me a third time. And I'm like, he's going to ram me until I get out of the way. And I debated pulling up and blocking him in, but I didn't want my car to be mangled even more. Like, it was, I still have it. I never got it fixed. It's not bad, but... I got, I followed him around the corner, got his license plate, and then called the cops, and I was crying, because I was like, I don't like talking to the police, like, I have anxiety, I don't want to deal with that. Well, also, you're angry, and it's like, I I'm just pissed. got hit. So, Mr. Pit Viper cop pulls up, every Florida cop has pit vipers. So, Sophie wants <laughs> That's a how now. I need a pair to blend in here. But, yeah, he pulls up, I have to wait, like, an hour and a half for him. It's 11 in the morning, like, I'm trying to get birthday presents for Alex at Walmart, and I'm like, oh! And then I don't hear anything until March, and that's when I got all the things that he was in court. And I was like, oh, now they're dealing with it. Yeah, good. So, yeah, if you're here, please be careful. Get a dash cam. Oh, my God. Please. Yeah, she had a dash cam please. for the second one. Please get a dash cam. Yeah, I mean, she hit me in the back, but and she admitted fault. But always get a police report, too. Like, Yeah, don't just be like, well, they're good I'm for it. I'm such They'll a exchange. pushover, and I'm so nice. And I was like, she's only 17. I feel bad. No. But I wish I would have got one because insurance was, like, asking. And even though it, like, she admitted fault pretty easily, like, oh, next time I for sure will, like, after learning that. I'm like, no. I'm too nice. I need to, no. Emotional damage. Yeah, Maybe over, too. but I'm still, I was so scared to drive. That is yeah. scary. Oh, yeah. You have something else? Um, let's think. What else about Florida? Everything's crazy. The people are crazy. Like I said, everyone here's a character. Like, if you had a bingo card with, like, different characters here and, like, checking them off the list. I was saying You that. would check off every single person. Like, Wherever, when we were I've in seen Tampa. the most out-of-pocket things here. If you know what, like, if you're on a blind drive and there's that mirror for a blind drive to, like, turn left. Like, those big, round... yeah mirrors some lady had one in her back seat she was that bad at driving she had one in her back seat for her blind spots to check where she Wait, was driving what is the slush again 
kratom the kratom slush there's like the weird like kratom slush you guys are all over like if you you, you know, i don't know much about it no, but it's crazy kratom slush. that's crazy people that's, there's that's just scary people out at night and like yeah sophie will be like get in the car like lock the door and i'm like lock not the door used to it immediately because i'm like la, 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 whatever yeah like, i mean yeah there's a bunch of old people here but they're also ruthless those they're cranky i'm like the weather's nice i know you guys are cold-blooded and like the warm weather but geez evil yeah i went to the sunset the other day on bean point and it was really pretty but it was so weird because it was like so different from hawaii and the water and just the the sand was like salt yeah it's like really powdery and squishy i hate that i got a lot of seashells yeah, it's definitely different than Hawaii sand and shells. Like, I, I can never find any of these people here on it because old people wake up at, like, 4 a.m. <laughs> to go shelling. <laughs> they always beat me. I don't know how I'm going to bring those shells back. Okay, guys. Cause, cause, Bubble wrap? Because I cannot, like, carry anything over 10 pounds. And if you guys remember, when I was in Arizona, I literally had an 8 by 10 rug in one of my suitcases. And then Mm-mm. I went thrifting. And I had, like, my suitcases filled to the effing brim, like, Mm-mm. making shit happen. And, like, in, I had two suitcases because it was free with Southwest. And then I had a backpack I carried on. And I had, like, four um, dishes, Mm-mm. like, bowls. And like, then I had you... my champagne glasses from Ikea and, like, Mm-mm. packed all that. I swear my carry-on... Like, my personal bag was, like, 60 pounds on Just my back. Just wait till after we go to the mall tomorrow. So, yeah, we're going to the mall tomorrow, and we have one more Goodwill to go to, and I've been good There's so more. far. There's way more Goodwills. There's so many here. We have, we went to, like, three stores, and we did pretty yeah. good. We I just got, like, a couple of things. Stuff. Yeah, that definitely fit. We went to Ikea already. Only got, like, Brynn stuff that she asked for. Their stores are a hit here. The old people give anything away in estate sales because everything's yeah. so... Everything's... It's not so expensive, but everything's more expensive where I'm at. Like, it's I'm really known, jealous of the estate sales. Yeah. It's known to be an expensive area here. But there's lots to do. There's, like, there's good beaches everywhere, not far from stuff. I'm just not a beach person, so I don't like going and laying out. I'm just, yeah, I haven't been bored, like... There's plenty of stuff we haven't done. You're just Yeah, all things considered, like, I can't even do much, but, like, we did do Mm -hmm. a lot before surgery, and we're going to dinner on Friday, so I was like... Yeah. Uh, Well, not to confuse you guys, but we're going out to dinner after my post-op appointment tomorrow. Yeah. Which is really exciting, because I've been feeling better, honestly, like, every day. day, Yeah, so I guess we'll just start from the beginning, because we'll just talk to them. Yeah, I can do stuff, like, I, we went out to, like, a couple stores today, and I walked around, like, I had to use the electric wheelchair cart thing, the scooter, at Publix. at Publix, so that was my second day post-op, because standing or walking for a while was... Five minutes. Yeah, like, longer than, like, Pretty five minutes today. was hard, so I'm glad I had the wheelchair, but I did good today. You didn't have a strong of pain pills, either, so. Yeah, I went off my... I had Oxy the first day, and then I think I took it the second the morning, day morning, and then I, like, got off of it, because I didn't want to take it yeah, at all, but... It's better to prevent than to be needing it later and have to wait for it to yeah. kick in. Well, we'll talk about that for... I'm doing a pre-op yep. episode and then a post-op episode, so the pre-op is going to be, like, everything up to me falling asleep mm-hmm. on the opera- operating table, because I think there's so much that goes into this before... Everything's basically before you go, because... 
when you're going into yeah. surgery, like you shouldn't. You need things, to have everything for after already. The things you shouldn't you shouldn't be worried about your doctor performing surgery though. That's like one thing that you need to like mm. not. That's something you should not be stressing about because you should be like Feel I'm comfortable. That's yeah, what, trust my doctor. I know what they're doing. Like I'm not worried about surgery. Like because I personally wasn't. I was like I have to show up and go to sleep and like that's it. I'm worried about recovery because that's what I have to mm-hmm. do. But yeah, I cannot do. Also, like, I'm not going to tell you, like, oh, you have to know you want a boob job or you have to know you want the surgery for this amount of time to schedule it. Like, no. no. Like, and it's kind of annoying. Like, some people ask me, like, how did I know or, like, how long ago did I know or why am I getting one? And I think that's kind of annoying because, like, obviously I want boobs and that's why. Everyone has their own reason. Everyone has their own and reason. And it's a valid reason. If you and want one, you want one. Yeah. Some people have more personal reasons, too than you me can, you could your reason for wanting boobs can literally just be i want boobs yeah and, and that's literally my them. reason if you and, have the money do it and if anyone challenges me it's like okay you asked and it's my body and i'm paying for it unless you're paying for it i literally don't care but honestly since i'm like i am being so open about this and i want people to know and i had questions too and i that's how you really learn is like other people's experiences because you can mm-hmm. ask your doctor but it's just gonna be that doctor's experiences like don't just go to one doctor i would say so figure out do i truly want this is this something you really want i wanted it since honestly since i had a period and girls get boobs and (laughs) but you're not gonna like think okay 16 i'm getting a boob job no i think when we were younger like in the 90s and the 2000s it was so like taboo and it was just like those huge boobs she's getting in your face like yeah, it's like she's got a boob jaw. Like, and they go, do that? you only see the extreme ones too. Mm-hmm. Like super big. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. And you think it's just like so expensive and stuff. And I mean, depends on where you are. I started looking into it. I started looking into it. I think I decided like mentally I committed in February this year. So it's September right now. It's about to be October. Mm-hmm. I mentally committed in February after talking to a friend. And then I was talking about it some more, just like to my friends and like, family and kind of like getting opinions I guess or just asking questions and I found out another friend of mine that's like I'm actually closer with she doesn't live here but she got a boob job done so I have been able to talk to her about that a lot and luckily we've known each other for a while and she's very open with me about it that was super helpful so then I was looking up doctors before stagecoach stagecoach was end of April and I was like okay I'm going to find a doctor and reach out after Stagecoach. I just want to do my research right now. Mm-hmm. And I know there was doctors in Hawaii, but it was literally starting at $12,000, like $13,000. And mm-hmm. there was like four doctors to choose from. I wasn't really stoked on that. Then I was looking around and I didn't know anyone in person, personally, that I could see, like, feel your results. I don't know. Like, yeah, talk. Because that's, that's a thing. Like, I see it. Where'd you go? Like, my friend that I knew here that I kind of decided she had hers done so long ago. So, it was just it's just not the same. But I decided on my doctor after researching. And my biggest thing was I'm flying in. Because <clears throat> yeah. it was either going to be Hawaii or Florida. I was like, I'm flying in. So, he needs to be, like, absolutely amazing at what he does. I wanted someone board certified. I wanted mm-hmm. someone that had been doing it for a long time I wanted someone that could do a natural like they had natural pictures in their gallery and weren't just the typical I feel like when you look at when you think Florida boobs you think huge fake like honkers like knockers yeah yeah completely redone 
my doctor had like literally my favorite picture and inspiration picture was one of my doctor's patients and that's what I went with and I had other examples and stuff but yeah you just want to make sure you find a doctor that has examples of the style you want or can do what you want especially if you're not meeting him in person mm-hmm. like he was awesome because he FaceTimed me at the end of his day, like, literally after finishing a surgery at the end of the day for, like, an hour. And we talked, and he made sure I had all my questions answered. And I really was sure that I wanted to go with him after I spoke with him. And then also I read his testimonials because I think those are super important. Yeah. Check out their website. There was websites <laughs> here that were, like, edited. Yeah. I was like, what? Like, Facetune. There's someone you can trust and communicate with. And that will give you realistic expectations, too. Yeah. Some people expect something way different, and you're like, oh, well, you can't have that, because your body, everybody's body is different. It's going to look different on everyone. Yeah. That's why I'm, I was reading the testimonials. There was, like, so many people that flew in, and then one of them really got me, because she flew in, and then I think she flew out, like, a day or two after, mm-hmm. and everyone was just talking about how fast their results were and stuff, and I could not find scars on these girls' pictures. So, that's another thing. Well, okay, so I'll say I went, there's so much I can talk about, but I'll start with this, that I did go to a consult in Honolulu because I wanted to use their sizers <laughs> because that's what my doctor told me to do is like, go use some sizers and figure out what you want. And I kind of knew what I wanted, like not really, like choosing a size for me was the hardest thing. And also like mm-hmm. mental was the hardest thing, but choosing a size because you can't compare like your build, it's your body build, your weight your height, what you want, activity level, you can't just be like, oh, this girl got, like, this size. I Mm -hmm. want what she has. Like, And their size might not look the same in you either, he was explaining. No. And the size that I chose, he ended up doing, well, technically, it's, like, slightly different based on my frame when I was in surgery. Mm -hmm. But I saw this doctor in Hawaii, and he barely talked to me for 30 minutes, and we did not use the sizers correctly. I thought I was going to get a 485. I, I was like, oh, yeah, I don't want to go bigger than 485, but, like, maybe a little bit smaller. I ended up going with 350 yeah. cc's. So, like, if that tells you anything, like, I just felt like he was not listening to me. And he's like, okay, well, 30 minutes, like, go book the surgery. It's $13,000, $12,000. Like, we're booked through October already. And I'm like, okay, That's cool. Wild. Meanwhile, I'm already booked with my doctor, so whatever. And... My doctor did require a $1,000 deposit for scheduling surgery. I don't know if all doctor's offices are like this. And I did not ask about payment plans just because I did want to pay it. Well, I put it on my credit card. So it's technically paid off to my doctor just so I wouldn't have to, like, yeah. do another payment plan. Like but I he, just, he wasn't being weird about, like, payment either, like, payment for a consult. Like, no, it was like free consult. Either. Yeah. yeah. So that was it was a free consult, which was super nice. And... Definitely pay attention to how the staff is treating you, too, because the all the reviews were, like, the staff is so great, the front desk, like, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Everything was easy. Like, oh, they yeah. should want you to come and choose them to have surgery. And if I'm flying from out of state, like, and I would call them with questions between and pay off, like, different amounts or whatever I wanted to pay off or if I had any questions. So, whatever, I decided I wanted to go with him do your research on sizing, be realistic with yourself, voice your concerns because yes, breast implant illness, there's so many things that can go Mm -hmm. wrong too and just know the risks and know your body. Like if you smoke, if you drink a lot, your activity levels, like 
if there's to, yeah you have to prepare way more before than you think you do like there's way a, a lot of factors yeah. that you have to think about before also family medical history like luckily we're yeah. pretty healthy i'm pretty healthy i also never had surgery before which i will like mention that did make me a little bit scared just wisdom teeth like anesthesia yeah wise. so i did have experience with that but it's like a little bit different it's different yeah but different aftercare so i decided i was going to him booked my flights and you do need someone with you at minimum the first two days like you need probably like one or two people around i feel like i was on the easier side too yeah, we'll get into that more, but yeah, you definitely need someone to go with you. It's nice to have someone with you, too, because Maddie was like, oh, I don't know this size, because you can't exactly see yourself from a frontal point of view. No, you need a second opinion, like, And you need someone to, like, see you. you, like, take a picture of you from their point of view, too, not just the doctor, because he's going to make you look good in all the angles. Like, I'm there taking, like, off off the shoulder, like, candid, like, oh, yeah. oh surprise, there's a picture, and you're like, oh, that picture looks look different than this picture that we actually, took. Yeah. You're like, oh, that actually looks bigger than I thought it did. And just confirmation that you're doing the right thing and, like, reassurance that it's the right one. Well, I'd say, like, ideally, if you're not flying out of state, that's what your consult's for, thing. though. That's what the consult's for is to, like, figure out what you want, like, get a good mm-hmm. idea. And my doctor said give it two weeks. But, like, I, if you know me, I know what I want. And, <laughs> like, I knew what I wanted. So, being in that room and, like... You went in there knowing. Yeah, he knew what I wanted, too. And, like, obviously, we discussed this, but we had never been in person before. And I tried on the surgical bra, and you will... You're going to go in your pre-op appointment, and, you know, you're going over paperwork. Oh, wait, shoot, I forgot. Because I was out of state, I had to send blood work in two to three (sighs) weeks before surgery. So... That's probably definitely a lot easier if you're in state too, but mm-hmm. it wasn't hard for me. They just sent me over this paper and then I called um, Diagnostic Labs and they billed my doctor's office for the blood test and uh, P test. And mm-hmm. I just did two vials. It was like super easy. They're just testing levels of like, I don't know, but sent it over. No issues at all. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I had a P test when we went in for the pre-op i think so yeah Yeah, you did i did a p test and then we basically sat there talked about it went over more in-depth packets Mm -hmm. about like before surgery which they emailed Mm -hmm. me like all the before surgery stuff because you have to quit smoking Mm -hmm. i think it's six weeks for tobacco i'm not sure something like that something like that and it's two weeks for alcohol but i just stopped you guys know I Zaza, Zaza I have my medical yeah. card. So I stopped that and drinking about three weeks before. And you can't have, like, ba- I just didn't take any medication, melatonin. You cannot mm-hmm. have, like, basically anything besides vitamin C, uh, zinc, and D12. D3. D3. I took all those threes, what they suggested every day. I put lotion on my chest yeah, every day. I use the Palmer's lotion to kind of, like, prepare my body, hopefully. Um, just trying to, like, prepare my body as best as I can. Mm-hmm. And if you guys know me as well, you know I was busting my ass working out probably, like, eight times a week. Mm-hmm. I was getting 20 miles in a week, like, preparing my body. One, to not work out for three weeks. But two, to be strong, have a good heart, and be yeah. able to recover faster. So I've actually been, like, busting my ass. She for- literally ran two days before surgery yeah. <laughs> yeah i did take the day before Literally. surgery off so my surgery was a Tuesday. 
Yeah, your surgery was Tuesday. My surgery was a you Tuesday didn't morning. Do anything Monday? I didn't no. do anything Monday because I was like, I want to give my body a chance to rest, but I ran. Just in case you're sore. Sunday. Yeah, I didn't want to do anything crazy, so I was preparing my body. And that's something you definitely have to think about. Like, I was able to book my surgery. I think I booked it in May. And, yeah, my surgery is the end of September. So I felt good about that. That was enough time for me to be, like, mentally, mm-hmm. like, yeah. And I, I did know what I want. You need to know what you want. And if you don't know what you want, ask questions and figure it out. And then stand by what you want and find a doctor that respects what you want. Don't feel afraid to ask to try on more sizes or see different things or, like, ask. We ask so many questions. Yeah. And the thing is, like, I did have these these pamphlets and, like, all this information sent over to me about, like, you can't do this and that. It was, like, before surgery, right before surgery, mm-hmm. two weeks after, like, it's, like, blah, 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 all these things. And you go in and then they talk about that again and then it's more in-depth. It's, like, okay, your surgery's Tuesday. You're here for a pre-op appointment on friday like this is what we need to do this is what prescriptions you need mm-hmm. and oh, that was a whole the fucking prescription thing. oh but, boy so we were there and they're gonna give you a surgical bra which i think the go- the doctor i saw in hawaii i did not like because he literally i had my shirt off and he gets your measurements and he just shoved the implant like against my boob and like i couldn't That's even hold it good. he was it's not a good indicator i really mm-hmm. do think you need a surgical bra with the implant in you mm-hmm, like, like the teardrop shape there. to like yeah not just the not just implant, the circle. like circle <clears throat> yeah i think that is really important it was like a computer generated thing to mm-hmm. be like more realistic and i think that was very very helpful for me yeah. i will upload pictures with this episode so you guys can see but i took a couple pictures and like in the surgical bra i was like this is way too big like i don't know how i'm gonna do this like i literally was like what is this because i thought i was gonna get 450 cc's yeah and that was in the 350 that's like a d a full d on most and then yeah 50 yeah he started with 350 because the, the size that we that she went with he that yep, first chose. he initially just grabbed that and he put it in the bra, and again, I was like, this is so big. And I was like, let me put my tank top on. And I put my tank top on, and I was like, oh, mm-hmm. wait, no, like, this, this is perfect. good. Like, no. So, definitely bring a shirt to try stuff on, or, like, mm-hmm. a bra, or, like, something, something that... Something like, every day, just yeah. see how different it is. Because my yeah. I brought a tank top I wear all the time, so... Yeah, that helped. Just, yeah, to help yourself see and, like, take a picture from the side, blah, blah, blah. And we also took... I'm excited to see the before and afters mm-hmm. from the doctor's office. But I think, yeah, they just basically bring your caretaker with you, too, because they're going to be talking about, like, this, 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 what they need to do, what you need to do, and, you know, when to be there, when to show up. And I felt good about that. My biggest concern at that point was, like, Or I was kind of just asking questions about, like, okay, when I get there, what's going to happen? Like, I'm going to get an IV, and then what, and then what, and then what? And I don't like Mm -hmm. to know my weight either. That's a huge thing. They were asking what about what do you think your weight Mm is. And I said, I don't want to know. Can that be relayed? And then I kept telling them all morning of the surgery, and I told them again when the Mm -hmm. anesthesiologist asked, because he didn't know. He wasn't there, and I was like, I don't want to know. And I was like, la, la, They're so respectful and, like, everything. Accommodating. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so... So we were ended up being at the pre-op for two hours, and you're going to get all that information, and then post-op care is, like, something you do have to think about with them. So before I even, like, went in on that care package they gave me, basically, on my email, you have to sleep on a 
what is it called a wedge a wedge you need a wedge pillow to be elevated because you cannot you cannot lay flat on your back you cannot lay flat on your stomach you cannot lay on your sides you have to be like elevated like straight up or like what is a 30 degree angle think about how you want your boobs to sit Mm -hmm. like when they're done like you need to be like training them to sit like that and also it's like a blood thing right after surgery like you can't have blood pooling a certain way Mm -hmm. so that has been one of the harder things for me too it's just sitting up and like oh yeah we'll we'll get into the (laughs) dynamics of so (laughs) you're not being able to do anything later so you have this wedge pillow and then you also need your prescriptions and tell them about her prescription conundrum well wait hold on what else did i need from the doctor i got i got anti like you got all scar cream yeah you got creams before he said i got aloe pills to help me poop after which spoiler alert i haven't freaking pooped and it's been three (laughs) days i'm gonna burst out the seams (laughs) but yeah definitely get like creams and stuff that your doctor recommends that like that are the highest quality like maybe not like multivitamins you don't have to get it like you don't have to get like Mm probiotics and stuff like that but like definitely like the creams and stuff sounded the best to get from them like there's certain things from them that are like yeah like he offered a probiotic to me and i ended up not taking it because i eat yogurt i have yogurt and olipop and smoothies and like i didn't want to overdo it on the probiotics and vitamins and he offered a multivitamin which i did take and i've been doing that every morning but you have your antibiotics um we have, like, anti-bruising, which you can get by yourself, too. I think the main things are, like, anti-nausea, your oxys, your antibiotics, and then aloe pills from him. You got aloe pills, and then we'll, we're not to the scar cream yet, but we got scar cream. Yeah, so, I mean, they there's stuff they can offer you in office or suggest to you yeah. beforehand to buy. But it just my, my prescription list, there was, like, probably over ten. And he was yeah, crossing out some out. based on what you want yeah. in your process and also, like, what your body needs based on, mm-hmm. like, have you had a surgery before? Like, you know, whatever. And, like, what do you eat? Like, do you, he was asking, like, mm-hmm. do you regularly eat yogurt? Do you do this? Do you drink protein yeah. shakes? Do you do that? Like, accommodating, like I said. Like, very good at asking the right questions. <laughs> yeah. So, you might need more or less than me. Yeah. But... You know, there because I brought in bio oil, which is what everyone suggested to me, and he mm-hmm. looked at it and he's like, no. "This isn't bad, but it it's not the be best better. thing for you." Yeah, so I bought what he he recommended, yeah, and then I also bought Miralax, which you can which he like, said it was safe. I guess it depends. Yeah, depends on your doc- ask your doctor. There's Colace too. Is that the other one? Something like, like a stool softener. Miralax in yeah. case they're like, oh, the aloe pills will work. So mm, we'll freaking see about we'll that. See. But <laughs> <laughs> so just making sure you have everything you need beforehand before. literally the day before you want to already shopping. have everything also another thing my doctor did that a lot of other people i don't think do you can't have your middle finger and your pointer finger painted your nails cannot be painted for um surgery because it's like monitoring your blood flow i had something on my pointer finger the whole time you can't drink water no, for two rate. days after I can't Zaza for eight weeks, and that is, like, something I am standing by, which is really hard for me, but it's of... it's going to decrease the blood flow, which is going to make the healing slower or yeah. worse or make your nipples literally turn, like, black. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm not doing that. Um, what else? What else before your... Yeah, before. Your pill, that was... Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> oh, also you, um... 
Signing all the paperwork before getting all the stuff. Oh, yeah, sign your paperwork. You obviously can't smoke. You can't drink. I stopped drinking, like, anything at midnight. Mm-hmm. Um, and my surgery, we had to be there at 545 in the morning. Mm-hmm. But since you can't have water the next two days, they're, like, chug Gatorade, chug water before. Plans. You have to go pick up, along with all your prescriptions, there's an over-the-counter thing. So we freaking went to two Walgreens. It said it was open <gasps> on Google. They were not. They, they were weren't like closed like, permanently. Yeah, like, not open any day. Like don't exist basically. <laughs> don't exist at all. And we you went to, Publix to a Publix. Too. They didn't have a I'm pharmacy. Thirsty. Then we went to another <laughs> Publix, which is by my doctor's office, which was like again an hour from Ugh. Sophie's house. And they're like, we can't fill this. It's a controlled substance. Like it has you to be to within do. the home. And it we're has like, to be within what? five miles of your address. But usually, but it was a Hawaii address on the. Yeah, so we're like, what? And so we're like, um, okay. And she's like, well, what's your address? Where are you staying? And then I'll do that. Go five miles from where you are. But it's like that's more than five miles away from our doctor. And then the doctor was like, that was. Dumb. Dumb. <laughs> but I ended up getting that filled, and then they didn't give me this HIPAA cleanse, which is, like, yeah, so a surgical cleaning. Five things. I got five things. HIPAA cleanse. Also, guys, I don't know insurance-wise, but, like, um, the extra stuff from my doctor, that's not going to be covered by insurance. Like, stuff that you buy through your doctor, like the lotion and the multivitamins and stuff. That was about 315 Three, 350 something like that for all my extra stuff oh and i had to buy a surgical bra that clasped in the back because all of mine i bought clasped in the front yeah that was 20 and i i had four that clasped in the front but he said back and i was like well i'm gonna do what he says and it was easier for them to already have the bra for me it was just like better and then the prescriptions i was really worried about because i didn't know like it's a controlled substance like i don't know how much oxy is mm-hmm. and it was only it was ended up being like 75 altogether altogether but when we didn't we have the to get plans. your anti-bruising because i was 17 so i would say no more than 100 like with everything everything because like take into account you have to get yogurts and your proteins but, like that's like vitamin wise that's not counting like the gatorades and everything yeah you do which is basically medicine right now <laughs> yeah you have to go grocery shopping but, before like the hip yeah there's just a lot of little expenses to that like are necessary though but yeah hippocrine so that is if you want to heal like correctly you should be following yeah so the hippocrine we keep saying this is like a surgical scrub it's like a sterile it almost smells like hand sanitizer i'd say like doctor office smell so i had to wash my hair with it my whole body like scrub my body they emphasize cleaning your belly button your belly button's disgusting my ears yeah behind your ears so so i had to do that the night before in the morning of sophie had to do it the morning of it like stripped her hair like stinky so bad dry tell your behind the ear thing too well so i also asked about my earrings because it said no earrings but he didn't care i just took my dangly earrings off but he was like no it's fine or like we can put a band-aid on it if it's needed but like i mean they're just working on my chest yeah but there's also this like anti-nausea patch you get in your Mm -hmm. prescription stuff and you put that behind your ear the night before and then cover it with a band-aid and we got to take it off two days after Mm-hmm. They said we could take it off same day, but I was like, I'll just leave it on the next day in case you don't feel good or something on the right yeah, moment. Yeah, luckily, I wasn't nauseous at all. I was really, not that I have thrown up from, like, medicines or anything before, but I was just, I'm not in a position to be able to throw up after yeah. surgery. No. So, that patch was nice. I did have a little bit of a headache that night, and, like, I literally could not sleep, guys. Like, I could okay. not sleep, but I had that, and then there was... 
that's all that oh i started taking the multivitamin like before like i started Mm -hmm. taking it the next day take it as soon as you got it as far as like prescription stuff yeah that patch in the um that patch was the only thing that i needed to do before surgery Mm -hmm. and i just i went in with my hair wet still and i was like what do you want me to do with my hair they gave me a hair Mm -hmm. net so it didn't really matter we also had to wear freshly washed clothes too just so like there's no lotion on you you can't wear deodorant no perfume nothing like eyelashes take off eyelashes but yeah make sure your clothes are clean i had to make sure mine were clean because i'm like holding on her like nothing on your body i saw this one girl get a boob job done and she was drinking water the same day had her nail polish on Mm-mm. she um had like lotion on her face and stuff and i it's okay but yeah i feel like it's depends. fine but it's just like it's gonna depend on your doctor every doctor just... has their own reasons and findings and methods but i mean i just did what he said obviously and i made sure like i wasn't gonna do anything mm-hmm. that he would turn me away yeah. morning of and waste everyone's time there yeah because there's some cartilage earrings i can't take out but you know it literally didn't matter so if you are doing something like that he's like band-aid like he gave options like yeah he gave options and the nurses and like the assistants were so nice and like i said <laughs> i'm gonna go into everything up to me falling asleep yeah. into surgery because this is all like pre-op is so important because you're setting yourself up after. Like, he literally gave Sophie a list and was like, you need to have uh, protein shakes, electrolytes, probiotics, right. multivitamins, along with all your other medicines. Yeah. And, like, luckily, I did not want to take Oxy. And didn't I just... Have too much. Yeah, I didn't have good. too much. Like, I didn't want to. Like, do whatever you oh, need yeah. to do. You don't know until then, though. Like, you so won't know. don't just close don't close yourself off till anything like no i he he said he wanted he what what word did he use that he said he was like oh it's like, like more holistic yeah he said natural. he liked more natural things and if you don't have to use it that's great but if you do don't worry about it like it's whatever works best for you yeah which was nice yeah. and he gave us another like extra prescription paper for more mm-hmm. oxy if i needed it yeah, and he also so offered a xanax if i wanted if it on the nervous. plane home because yeah. I was like, I don't know how I'm going to sleep. And he's like, oh, we can do this for you. And I was like, I really, like, don't want to, like, if I don't have to. But, so, what is that? Okay, so it's the night before surgery. I have my patch on. Sure. I am honestly so nervous. Chugging water. Chugging water until nervous. midnight. I got up to pee so much. Mm-hmm. And this is something I want to touch on because no one really talks about it so i don't know if it's just me but it is like a big thing there's like a packet you sign and in surgery like before surgery and it says it's very common me signing my papers yeah (laughs) it's really common after surgery to have an immediate regret or be like what did i do Mm -hmm. body dysmorphia like kind of freak out because literally your body is changing Mm -hmm. like very drastically from what it's looked like your whole life yeah so it's different and like i can't, i'm telling sophie like i can't imagine getting a nose job or a bbl or like a facelift or something like that is so major you see someone different and i just kept thinking of my surgery as like so easy and so small and it really is my doctor has been practicing for over 34 years and he has like his own methods he mm-hmm. actually created and teaches and he i know you can't guarantee but mm-hmm. his statistics he literally lost half a teaspoon of blood in his boob jobs yeah. like i trust his methods and his techniques that he has actually created but 
mentally, you're going to be so stoked. You, like, think about it, and you're like, yeah, oh, my God, yeah, like, literally, if you guys know me in person, every single day I was talking about it, how I can't wait. I've wanted it for years. Like, mm-hmm. my family knows. I was so excited. I obviously planned this trip and booked this, and I'm not going to do that unless it's something I'm absolutely committed to. But I would say in the last month leading up to surgery, like, maybe it's because I had to fly here, too. I was, I don't want to say I ever regretted it or was like, I never was like backing out or anything, but. Never back down over what? Never back down. I just kind of, it's an elective surgery. You're like, why am I putting myself through this? Why am I making myself go to sleep through this? Why am I getting cut up? Why am I doing this to my body? Like, I don't want to say don't have your expectations too high, but like, like you can't expect exactly what you see in the finished pictures because everybody's body looks a little bit different. Yeah. Like, someone might have the exact same size as you, and it can still look different based on their activity level. And he was telling us about, like, the diameter and everything, and the cc's, and the thickness, and, like, just know that you're going to look different, and it's going to take getting used to, like, not to discourage anyone, because, but just, like, think about afterwards. Like, you're going to look at yourself differently, and don't, like, be scared. (laughs) Or, like, right now your body regardless of not pooping or anything <laughs> like taking the oxys and just being on this medicine and like your activity level being lowered and the anesthesia your body's gonna be a little bit swollen and like bloated it's reacting yeah you just have it to realize your body traumatic. went through trauma like be <laughs> be graceful and have inside compassion was <laughs> yeah have compassion for your body yourself. so that's what i kept trying to do with myself is like one remind myself i trusted my doctor like i had no mm-hmm. worries about the surgery he told me an hour and 20 minutes and it definitely was like exactly that yep. i had no i trusted his technique and i had no doubts about him like i kept telling myself all i have to do is show up and go to sleep and personally i don't love ivs mm-hmm. but the mm-hmm. nurse did an amazing job so quick so quick so easy she put so you come in that morning and everyone's like, hi, blah, blah, blah. You go back, you immediately get into a robe and grippy socks mm-hmm. and a hairnet. And then you're sitting there. She's just asking you your final questions, kind of. Um, she gives you your IV, and then she puts some electrolytes in you. Mm-hmm. And she wiped down my entire chest and my alcohol body. Wipe. Oh, my God, guys. It Drenched. sucked. It was alcohol wipes, but then also they have this container full of, like, literally alcohol that they just dump on you, and it's so <laughs> cold. And they're, like, wiping from your elbow to your chest, to your vag, like everywhere. So, like a bath. It is a bath, and they did that to me (laughs) twice. They did that to me twice. Yeah. But, so she did that, and they kind of prepared me, just asking me questions. Making you comfy. I had a blanket, it was sweet. And then my doctor comes Comes in, in. kind of asks, like, (laughs) do you guys have any more questions or concerns? Like, anything you want to talk about? And he had me stand on a stool in front of him, and he marked me up with this purple marker. I'm sure you guys see people with plastic surgery. Like, he... I'm looking at the picture right now. There's three lines between my boobs. And there's, like, a square, like, like, measuring the top of, like, how high it's going to sit. Yeah, how high it'll be. Underneath, just comparing the height, like, the way your natural breasts sit. He's just comparing that to make sure that they look normal after surgery because he doesn't want to mess that up and then they heal a different way he's like i want to make them sit like how they normally would sit just bigger yeah so yeah that's one thing i was like hearing about breast implants too is like it's gonna be your same boobs just bigger like don't think you're just gonna get cleavage or don't think like your nipples gonna change or like something magically is super different you have to like have realistic expectations it's not gonna be like movie 
movie or you know it's your boobs just bigger unless you're doing yeah. something else so like for example one of my boobs sits Perfect. higher than the other and it's literally like a fingertip length yeah, and like it's it's not that's not something i am worried about and also i like that it would like look more natural too i think if it bothered if it bothered you he could do something to fix it though but he just wanted to listen to you like oh she never mentioned that it was a problem so i'm just gonna like keep yeah it how she's how it sits so it heals the way it is. Well, because he said the scar would be a little bit different and my nipple yeah. would sit different. So that's like a yeah. whole other. You don't want your. Yeah. You my boobs it. are going to sit slightly different or my nipple is going to be completely off. Like, <sighs> okay, so this is what I want to do. And that was the morning of it. I was like, no, no, no. And also, Same like, thing. the patch behind my ear, it was anti-nausea. I felt like I was just, like, kind of sleepy. I don't know if that actually was, like, what it was doing or not. I'm but surprised then, you were awake that Oh, morning. right when you go into, they give you these anti-nausea. What's it called? Under the tongue, like, tablet? Yeah, a tablet that melted. Yep. So that helped a lot. Um, yeah, that was that was given in the prescription. Like we we brought in all the prescriptions too. You have to bring the, all the prescriptions in. And they're gonna go over it again. Bring with everything your caretaker. in. They wrote, they like write on which ones like before like which one you're gonna take when, and they're like very helpful like saying which ones you take at what time and all that and thank you. Get and all also, the paperwork. your doctor should call you and check mm-hmm. on you. Like later that night, he called her. And I was, like, half asleep. Mm-hmm. And then he called again the next morning, and I just, like, really wasn't on my phone. You could just tell he cared, though. He cared. Yeah, they care, and they want to listen to you, so don't be, like, yes. Don't like, a scared. yes man. Do you want, like, <clears throat> it's normal to be scared, and no, it's normal to question yourself, and it's normal to be, like, I went, when I went to the doctor, I went to my pre-op Friday, my surgery was Tuesday, I literally went back and forth with sizes, I was, like, mm-hmm. I want bigger or am I going the right size or like what am I doing like literally all the questions you can ask yourself mm-hmm. go with your gut and go with what the people you love and know what you want are saying it was really helpful with the staff too like saying to have a good staff because the girl that was in there with us was really helpful and relatable and like actually talking to us not just like you know small talk like we were actually having a nice conversation and everything too and she was like no that looks proportionate to you I like that mm-hmm. one like this is just think bigger of your like, activity level like she was just helping us think of things like oh we didn't think of that when you when you like it's your option and your life you don't have to tell anyone you're getting plastic surgery like obviously people are going to know when you're getting this done for people to notice <laughs> but you don't have to tell anyone like i'm being super open about it because like i literally don't care if you know me i just absolutely don't care and plus mm-hmm. i'm getting a freaking rack like you guys are gonna notice, <laughs> notice a difference i paid for this rack you notice a difference yeah. but that's not to say like i do have good people surrounding me but that's not to say like there weren't a few people that were like oh why are you doing that like you shouldn't do that like you yeah like and i knew it came from a place of love but also at the same time, it's like, dude, I decided this and like, this is my life and this is my decision. So you're going to either support me or like not. And there's a couple people that I was like hesitant to tell. And they all told me they would support me. So like, good for me. And I'm lucky with that. But that's why I say like, you need to know what you want before you go into it. Mm-hmm. And like, be sure of yourself because it's your body. It's not anyone else's body. It's they're not going through this. They're not paying for it. Mm-hmm. and don't do it like oh my boyfriend likes big boobs so i'm gonna get big boobs like no that's oh, not no, a good honey. reason that's absolutely not a good reason and that's like so mental and i just want to stress that so much because not, a lot of people don't talk about it and i feel like i'm pretty good mentally like uh like calming mm-hmm. myself down or like being realistic and just sure of myself and You're it's good at handling those 
comments or even like slightly backhanded comments that people are like oh good for you but i would never like stuff like I'm that like, okay like good it's not of... you like you you will tell people you're getting a boob job and so many people make it about them hmm why oh, you can have some of mine i wouldn't like you can have some of my bitch i'm not doing a fat transfer and that's okay to like joke about but like when someone's actually getting the surgery and like actually talking about it and they're like talking about their mindset and building up to it like that's not the time for that at that point when the surgery is booked and i'm like planning on going all i need is support like that's all i need is support like some people would be like oh did you look up your doctor did you research yes oh what do you think i am stupid like you need people that around you yeah be mindful of who you surround yourself with and I know I told my friends, like, when I was stoked and, like, so hype on this, I was like, remind me if I ever say, like, I'm scared. Like, remind me of this moment because I know this is what I truly want. You want someone who's going to support you and ask the right questions and yeah. not just be pokey and nosy and mm-hmm. critic- hypercritical. But, yeah, you need someone, especially, like, afterwards. You definitely want the right people around you. Because it is... It's a huge change, and it's so normal. I haven't had the feeling of regret yet, but I also haven't seen them in person yet, which I'm going to do tomorrow, which is, like, a whole other thing. Like, it's going to be time before it's, like, what I want it to be, but, I mean, yeah, that's a- I know that, and it's not like they look. They're just a little... <laughs> they're a little high right now yeah, i mean we'll get into that for like post-op. we said expectations like you can't you have to give yourself time like there's gonna be time to heal and it's it's a long process it's not just oh got my boobs done that's how they're gonna be like you like people saw me in the cart at Publix and like you're handicapped now i'm like it's actually oh. like hard to walk and i can't even open a car door myself so <laughs> yeah i'm gonna be in a freaking scooter yeah well <laughs> but so you're there and then you have the alcohol i'll wipe down on you he mm-hmm. he draws on you and then Sophie basically leaves right after that. Yeah, they're like, get back at this time or we'll call you. He even called me, like, when Maddie's doctor called me when he was done, even though I was already back. What did he say when he called you? He was like, hey, Sophie, um, just want to let you know the surgery went great. Da-da-da-da-da. She's done. I'll come back and talk to you. Like, I'm going to still talk to you and go over everything. And he was, like, super nice and, like, making sure I was there and just saying how she was good and reassuring me, like, nothing went wrong. Everything was, like, super normal. She's going to be super happy. Like, even the surgical staff was like, yeah, like, she's going to be so happy. They're exactly what she wanted. And, like, it was just a super positive environment, like, right after surgery. Yeah. Even. So just, like, no, like, of. whoever's coming to get you after, they're going to be talking to them and Signing they'll handle it. Because that was my thing. Yeah. You don't have to worry about someone. Like, they need to be competent like you need to listen you're gonna have a schedule like you need to be prepared to be with them for the next three days like you cannot leave them you need someone you can trust to be with you before and after i was worried about that too because sophie has an apartment and she's on the third floor and there's no elevator (laughs) and that's something i asked about too so like again mentally i was like more worried about like i'd say the two days post-op i was texting my mom and i was literally like i just need to get through these next two days i just need to get through these next three days and she's like, that's what it is, like, day by day. And I was asking them specifically about that. I'm like, when I get out of it, am I going to be freaking, like, insane? Am I going to be, like, wild? Yeah. Am I going to be not in control of my body? Like, I'm really worried I'm going to be in so much pain. And they were just reassuring me, like, you will be good. These are our other patients' experiences. Like, mm-hmm. I think you're going to be fine. Like, ask what you're worried about post-op while you're there. And then, yeah, know that your person, like, I was like, you're going to call Sophie, right? Like, she'll be there when mm-hmm. I wake up, right? Like, blah, blah, blah. Because that's what was important to me. So then I could 
she left and I started tearing up because I was like, oh shit, this is real. <laughs> but also at the same time, again, I was like, I just need to go to sleep now. Like, I was like, That's I just want to go to sleep now. You already had the IV done. You were comfy. I had the IV done. And then I walked to like this um, room right before the operating room. And I kind of didn't want to go in the operating room because I was like, I'm going to see all this <laughs> scary stuff. It. But it, it so think- you're sitting in this room, you're sitting in this um, recliner. And then the anesthesiologist came in and then another nurse. And I was like, hi. And it was like the OR nurse. And then. He was just asking me questions again, going over all my stats and, like, just everything mm-hmm. about me. Asking many questions, if I had any questions, like, how I was feeling. Um, and I was, like, nervous, but I was like, okay, let's do it. And then they are like... So I go in the operating room, and it's really not that big. Like, it was, like... Mm-mm. It was, like... Did you see it? I think I saw the room. Because it was, like, as big as the room when we that we were in before. But... Yeah, pretty much almost. Go in there... And I didn't see anything scary. It was the anesthesiologist behind me. God. And we met him on the way in. He was nice. We were like, hi. He's like, I'm responsible for putting you to sleep. I think so. Um, and then my nurse was with me and she's like, okay, you can drop your robe. Mm-hmm. And she was like very respectful. Like they're about to see every inch of my body, you know? Yeah. Oh, wait. One thing we didn't mention is bring clothes. Yeah. You have to. You have to bring button-up clothes. Along with, like, super clean. Like, make sure you have something that can dress you in after. Because, obviously, you can't do it yourself after. Mm-hmm. I I wore a pink juicy tracksuit. Because <laughs> so freaking Original. fun. <clears throat> so fun. But also, after surgery, I don't think pants are going to be fun for them to put on me. Mm-hmm. So, I brought a different or outfit to, like, leave in. Long, yeah. Long but, sleeve fine. Just zipper button. Yeah, zipper button in the front. And, you know, I think they... They made that very clear. They made it super clear and like, what you could wear and stuff. So they had that all ready for you. So you're going in there and you're, like, you're naked. They're going to freaking dress you. But she held this ba- bag. It was, like, a paper, like, blow-up thing that was, like, it blew hot air on me, which was really nice because the operating room was freezing. Mm-hmm. So I was, like, naked in my socks. <laughs> and she's, like, holding this, like, thing up against me. And it was, like, really nice because my ass was out. And then it's, like... <laughs> But she's just, like, holding it against the front of me, like, trying to be, like, super respectful. Like They oh, were like, always very respectful. Even when he was, like, measuring you and, like, drawing you up, he'd always, like, turn you towards him so, like, you weren't facing everyone in the room, like, exposed if someone walked in or anything either. Yeah, they were very... I didn't feel, like, weird about it at all. But also, like, if you're getting a boob job, like, come on, you need to, like, yeah, realize... Yeah, expect, like, they see yeah. bazongas every they're day. Gonna, <laughs> they're gonna see my entire, like, body. So, I mean... But they were they've super nice about They're it. Doctors. They should be yeah, I wasn't worried about it. I got on the operating Don't table. Worry. It was very thin. It was smaller than a twin bed. It was basically just like yeah, the length like in a hospital of my body. It was pretty. Yeah, it was really small. Um, mm-hmm. I had a blanket over it, and then I had to put my arm out. And he's like, "Can you put your arm out?" And he like attached the IV or something. And then I put my left arm out too because the IV was in my right. He put. Um, yeah. Maddie was in T pose. He was like setting up. Yeah, I was in T pose apparently mm-hmm. the whole freaking yeah. time. I guess so. My arms were like dead sore. But they didn't, I kind of (laughs) like, I kind of like that they didn't count me down. Like, they weren't, they were talking to me, obviously, and, like, asking questions. I was just talking a little bit. Because it was Gossip Tuesday. He was like, it's Gossip (laughs) Tuesday. And I was like, what? (laughs) Yeah, Maddie and the doctor were like, what do you do when you operate? He's like, I listen to SZA. (laughs) (laughs) He was so cool. He was nice. But they were cool, too, and they were just talking to me. It's not like they were ignoring me, but it was, like, quiet. Just, you know, it's like. 6 30 in the morning at that point so everyone's just like chilling yeah. like kind of just coming and going through the motions like they've done a million boob jobs like mm-hmm. just another day you think you were the only one that morning too or at least that day yeah 
for surgery was chill. And I don't remember being put out. So that's, like, (laughs) the end of my pre-op. Like, I was so worried about, like, counting down or, like, freaking out or something. But, like, I literally just, like, I was, like, out. (laughs) And I I kind of worried... I mean, I'm not. I wasn't like super worried, but like, it's always a thought. Like, oh my god, what if the NSD? I wake up. Yeah, during, I didn't. I think that's no. more like longer surgeries. You're worried about like waking up, crying and stuff too. Like being upset when you woke up. Well, you'll find out about that in yeah. the next episode. <laughs> but that was something I worried about, and like, I didn't say anything to the anesthesiologist. I literally well, was like, like I'm I just don't before be you expressed your worries. Oh yeah. And the nurses were like, well, we could always give you like this little like concoction that'll make you calm down and i said i wanted that yeah maybe that just put me to sleep i think that electrolyte (laughs) thing had stuff in it too the electrolyte oh yeah probably (laughs) a little potion rude your little potion (laughs) yeah but it was like honestly if you i was most worried about getting my prescriptions and stuff like one know your doctor i'd say is the most important thing and then like getting your prescriptions and everything post-op not ready. just the day before like have mm-hmm. it ready no like we were getting my pills friday and i mean that was the day of Surgery my pre-op and i was like <laughs> we got but, everything by saturday yeah by saturday was like the day Morning, we're like okay yeah. everything's like ready and then it's just like mentally it's all mental like it's mentally preparing and if i think if you've had surgeries before i've only had my wisdom teeth out before i think you've mm-hmm. you had surgeries it's literally whatever like it is like yeah the easiest you know like the iv <clears throat> thing and like you're just out like i have and my surgery still. was so simple you think oh we went under i guess i'll this is the plan that we talked about like your doctor will talk to you about this before surgery obviously and you'll sign off we went under the boob because I initially thought my doctor went through the armpit because again mm-hmm. I couldn't see the scars and I thought he went through the armpit. It's really good. He doesn't. I asked about mm-hmm. that and I think the healing process too might be a little bit harder for that but he said the this is what my doctor told me so you know listen to your doctor but going through the nipple or the armpit is going to cause a capsular capsular contraction potentially mm-hmm. because there's bacterial in like your uh, milk glands and then your sweat glands so putting that implant through there and getting that bacteria on it your body's constantly going to be fighting that and cause your implant to harden so basically the most sterile or like safe clean way to go is underneath and i went underneath the muscle as well um that is kind of like i think the most common you can also breastfeed if you want to and then over the muscle is more like what a lot of bodybuilders do if you mm-hmm. want to continue to build your pec muscles and like grow those and it just gives it more of an unnatural look if that's what you're looking for like it's just gonna be like 350 cc's underneath the muscle and then above the muscle it's gonna obviously. look totally <laughs> different yeah it's gonna look so different but i did 350 cc's um We'll just say for the sake of that, my breast implant cards is 325, but it's like has to do with diameter the, and thickness. Ask with, about the diameter and how they're gonna sit on the side of like your body. Yeah, like how much they protrude into your armpit, how high up, how thick, how wide. Like you're not getting a damn dinner plate in there. You need <laughs> to think about your body because if you guys have seen someone like with boobs that are super wide and mm-hmm. they're just like. Yeah, you can, That's, like, go in there with a different... Everyone's boob is a different shape. And, I mean, we went in there so saying it, 350, and then he made that decision and was like, okay, we're going to do this because actually the diameter of this and yeah. what your band size is and, like, yep. and your rib cage, like, he decided that, and he's like, it's still going to... It's a 350 be, for you, but it's a different right. CC. Like, it's so... You can't... I hate 
no one knows but like i just hate when people ask the question like what size did you get and it's like you can't well you could have 350 and i could have 350 and then yours is a c and mine's a trip like a well that's the thing yeah people are like like, if you go to a consult for a boob job and say you want to see they're gonna be like okay well well, that's that's gonna be around (laughs) this this is like it's gonna be around this and that's not gonna be like well, okay, see, is this like no? Someone could get your same size and have a smaller band size and be like a, a full D. Come in, <sighs> with. I'd say finding someone maybe with a similar before mm-hmm. would be helpful too if you can do that. Like obviously the before and afters of your doctor. But I had a bunch of like inspell pictures and they were all girls smaller than me. So <laughs> I was like, I like the way these boobs yeah. look, but like obviously we have different body types, so I don't know how it's gonna look on me. Yeah. And ask for your doctor's opinion. And say, I want them to look huge on me. Like, what does this look like? Or I want them to look natural. Or I just want to, like, fill be out Be proportional. Whatever. Yeah, that's what I said. I was like, I really want to be proportional. I want to have a nice set of boobs. But I want them to be proportional to my body. Mm. And he did yeah. a super good job. Like, I just went with what he said. And honestly, like, after I saw this picture Sophie took of me, I was like, oh, my God. I don't yeah, want to go any actually... bigger. <laughs> like, no. And then he took before. And then. And then, I, I mean, took... Sophie, I don't want to get too much into the after. But Sophie did see a picture. And they showed they looked, her like when i was laying on the table and yeah it looks but it's still gonna look different like that like that's, right that was right after but it's it still yeah it was it's just <laughs> like they know what you want like the yeah. more that you can tell them and the more that you can show them or describe it like and then having someone that also knows what you want and be like yeah that's perfect like because they were all like oh she's gonna be so happy because they all heard mm-hmm. me talking about it and knew what i wanted and i had talked to him like multiple times so, just communicating is super important and mm-hmm. mental and be prepared. Get and lots of tummy inside time if you're a side sleeper at night. <laughs> I'm a side sleeper, time. guys. It's really tough. That was mentally, like, I was like, oh, no. Sleeping on your back for two months straight. Yeah. Even after, like, just so nothing slides to the side. or They're like, going to go over everything with yeah. you, yeah. For can't lean forward, off. can't lay on your side or back, just so the implants are, like, in place and, like, for after you get a boob job you get a protective sack around the implant i don't know if anyone knows some people might some people don't know you get a protective sack around it so that needs to form too so they're not wiggling around either that needs to form they they tell you all this stuff too and like just make sure yeah you're writing it down or you're with someone that's writing it down because it's really nice to have sophie because i everything yeah sophie wrote it all down because i could ask the questions i wanted to ask and then not worry about writing it down like sophie was writing it down and then she would be like wait you wanted to ask about this yeah so i feel good about yeah research your doctor know it's mental do it for yourself oh i didn't say how much i paid um so i did sit silicone Oh. Saline is cheaper for some reason, or at least was with I think my it's doctor. More prone to rupture. I don't know. It's it's it depends. supposedly more prone to rupture, like statistically. But I did saline silicone. I did silicone for what I want high profile, three hundred fifty cc implants yep. under the muscle. That is what I did, and silicone was I think it was sixty five twenty five, and silicone was like sixty one twenty five something like that, but it was sixty five twenty five that I paid to my doctor, that blood testing was included in the price. Um, well, like, including extras. You Including extras, I probably spent around 7000 7, And, like, if you don't want to include groceries, yeah, whatever, but just, like, be aware. groceries. Be just aware. basics, yeah. Yeah, it, you it's, like, stuff. you need to be drinking that protein and those um, Gatorades, probiotics, Gatorades. 
even beforehand, yogurt. like even beforehand, I was eating that it. stuff because your body yeah. needs to be like healthy and prepared yeah. for that. And then also you needed your prescriptions. Mm-hmm. And then I would suggest getting a cream that your doctor recommends or like mm-hmm. a bra that he recommends. And then you need that um, pillow. It's really not bad. It's not like a lot if you think about it and you just want to like have the best healing process ever you're paying all this money so you want to you want to do all that he says for as long as you can tolerate so you have the best results yeah i'm just trying to think yeah um Make, well, sure, that's, make sure you poop in the morning before the doctor luckily i poop before surgery <sighs> like thank god then i had to do hippocons oh again gosh. but like yeah i'm but not still, i and no yeah like spoiler i said alert we're waiting still waiting but also yeah no even if like you don't poop like say you do get lucky and you poop your body's still gonna be freaking angry at you your body's still gonna it's your in a state of shock it. yeah there's a foreign body so in just there no you're gonna be like bloated and you're gonna feel huge <laughs> but i could talk about that more we have our post-op talk tomorrow yeah mm. so mm, my FMKs. well we did have some f Mary kills you guys it would be an episode with my sisters <laughs> without an f Mary kill i have some fmks i have some icks i have some like if there are 10 or like there are four or whatever but blank conditional oh yeah <laughs> But should we do some good FMKs? I have some good ones. <laughs> okay, I'm ready. Um, all right. So first off, we have this is our Mario Kart characters. We have Wario, <laughs> Funky Kong, and Bowser. <laughs> I, I already know because I have it down. So I'm like Wario, Funky Kong. Well, okay. You want me to give you my answers first? Yeah, you go first. I think I know one of my answers. I think Bowser. That's that's Daddy Bowser. I used to see him in the what? You see him in the movie. Have you seen? You haven't seen the new Mario. No, I was movie. gonna say he would F- do anything for you. He would do anything for Peach. So he like marry oh, him. Yeah. I would f Funky Kong. I would f he's Funky a, Kong too. He's he wild. You see that bandana on his head and those sunglasses and those jorts. <laughs> and he has a motorcycle. He has a hog. hog. <laughs> he can ride that hog all day. And Wario. He, he's a mm. juice head. <laughs> It's, gor- it's Gorilla Central out there. <laughs> when, they say that Funky and Kong. when they say that on Jersey Shore, they're talking about Funky Kong. <laughs> okay, so then I'm I'm killing Wario. Yeah, so same. So same Mary thing. Bowser. Oh, he's a Bowser provider. would do anything for you. He would do anything for Peach. Bowser has a castle. He would do anything for you. He's powerful. Okay. <laughs> so we're effing Funky Kong, killing Wario, marrying Bowser. Both of us, yeah. Alex, you want another way in? You He's like, no. Idea. Alex is like, no. Alex came out from his gaming cave. He's like, bad <laughs> idea. Funky Kong. Everyone want Funky Kong. Alex, Dumbledore, Voldemort, and Snape. Oh. <laughs> R.I.P. the actor who played Dumbledore. Dumbledore. Today, we're, that we're filming, he just passed. Dumbledore, Voldemort, Snape. I'm a Kill huge Voldemort. Harry Potter fan. Oh, that is not mine. <laughs> what? <laughs> kill, kill Voldemort. Dumbledore and Snape. I've married Dumbledore and F Snape. Dumbledore is a little sneaky snake, but so is Snape. Snape's a lover, but he's also like a child abuser. Well, <laughs> tell me that after I said. I'm a, I, 
I love Harry Potter, so I got a little deeper thought well, about this. Because I'm not a Harry Potter I'm at nerd. least effing dumb, uh, Voldemort. At least. At least. <laughs> at least. Um, I'd probably kill Dumbledore. Sorry, he's gonna have to die again. If you, spoiler alert for the movie. He's dead. <laughs> F. F. Maybe I'll marry Voldemort. I don't know. What did I say? Have I, you, you, do you remember young Tom Riddle? I'm, uh-uh, I'm marrying Voldemort. Tom Riddle? Mm, he could get it. Yeah. Mary. Tom Riddle. Wasn't he young? He's from the second movie. Whatever. Maddie doesn't know. I'm not a Harry Potter girl. Maddie doesn't girl, know. So I'm, I'm marrying is... him, even though he's evil. I'm a Slytherin anyway, so what does it matter to me? You're and not I'm, a Slytherin. I'm F. Snape and kill Dumbledore. Sorry, even though Snape's little... Snape's Snape love crazy. Dumb- Wait. Love crazy. F. Snape. Don't you be effing Dumbledore now. No, I said I would marry him. Mmm. <laughs> well, if you guys didn't listen to Harry Potter, you might have better interest. If you than guys know about know a little bit more. This one's good. This one's more girly pop. More I have now. Barbie, Polly Pocket, and Bratz. <laughs> Mary Barbie. I'm effing Bratz. I know that for sure. Cause they're sassy. Bratz girl got that attitude. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Rats Girl's no, dressing well, up and dressing out. <laughs> I was gonna say, Rats Girl got that style. I feel like Bratz Girls can be like hot Cheeto girls. Yeah, but but you, then Polly Pocket Girls are like pillow princesses. Like if you watch the movie, they're not hot Cheeto girls. Maybe <laughs> one of them is a hot Cheeto girl. But I feel like Polly Pocket Girls are like, um, yeah, pillow princesses. And like, At least Polly Pockets wear the plastic clothing you can chew on it. Yeah, so I think, I'm Polly F- I think I'm effing the Polly Pocket. Marrying Barbie, because Barbie's just like classic. I'm marrying Barbie, because then I can wear all her clothes and And I'm getting rid too. of the brats. They're gotta go. We weren't allowed to play no, with brats dolls as kids, guys. I had to, like, beg my mom to let me get brats. Like, every time I went on a road trip, we could get a toy <laughs> to play with in the car. And I would... I, had, I like, my littlest pet shop. <laughs> littlest pet shop? Yeah. And then all those little pieces, oh, my God, mm-hmm. they'd be in the car. Can't bring Polly Pocket too little. I remember... I do remember playing with Polly Pocket, though. Yeah. All I would do is change their outfits. I'll marry Barbie. Kill Polly Pocket. F. Bratz. Want to do some... Um, they're a blank, but blank. Okay. Oh, Sophie I got came some. up with these. So These are all Sophie's, guys. <laughs> Let's see. You can you can see too. Oh, here's one. Um, there are four, but look like an off-brand version of your favorite celebrity. Four is not just looks like. Ah! Four could be like personality-wise, looks-wise, like all together a four, but look like an off-brand version of your favorite celebrity, like your celeb crush. Like a six or seven. Like I'm thinking about it. Like I'll just think about it. Yeah. Like what if their personality just sucks, but they're like. A hot then I would just celebrity. probably I would probably have sex with them just because they look yeah like I'd say like six point five at yeah least. okay yeah six if or I can seven. see if I can picture a celebrity then you don't even have if to if you do close your eyes you don't have to close your eyes just imagine just don't, just cover their mouth <laughs> don't talk quiet. don't talk if they're quiet just two, 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 two. <laughs> what else should we do should we do a better one do we do oh I said there are eight but their farts smell like eggs every single time like no holding and back and they fart in front of you just all the time like obvious in public too like it's just so bad like like put a cork in, in it in public bad. no like egg like fart like four like <laughs> like three like I can't I can't I'd say a four I mean like everybody farts and all like in a relationship yeah you get used That's to it bad, but though. like you need to not do but that like in you public. need to cover like Dutch oven like 
Mm-mm. You don't be doing that in public. Oh, oh. Okay, do one more. I have to pee. I've been chugging um, liquids, guys. Sorry. They're... Why are you on couch? There are three, but have, like, the best taste in music. Like, Mickey Waller podcast. Like, everything you need. Like, oh, Five. my God. Best ever. If their personality is okay, maybe Well, like, six. if I'm not... Yeah, like a five. Because I like, listen to music all the time, and I love when people, like, make a playlist. Like, oh, I thought of you with this song. Like, maybe it'll make, make you so like happy. them more. Oh, my like, god! Like, it makes you think of them more. So, you know, when you yeah, think you of someone more, it's like love it's like music. that you actually like them more if you're, like, thinking about them. Like, if I say, Sophie, 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 like, you're going to like them more because they're on your mind more. <gasps> well, I forgot this FMK. We have to do this one, too. Okay. And you can include the pictures, and then this is the this is the home run at the end of the okay, podcast. Okay, hold on. Pause. <laughs> Guys, I just pooped! <laughs> I thought it was gonna be pee. I was so full because I've been chugging liquids like nonstop. Had oh my god, guys. Okay, so what? Today's Thursday, and the last time I pooped was Tuesday, Tuesday morning before um So surgery. all of Tuesday, all of Wednesday, all of Thursday, you didn't. Yeah, so just think about like I took Miralax today. And fiber so just pills. Think, think about that too. But, again, we'll go over that in, like, post-op stuff. But that was, like, one thing my friend was telling me about was, like, think about that. Because, um, why do I keep wanting to call it amnesia? Anesthesia. Amnesia. And anesthesia will mess you up, period. And then also pain pills, which is why I didn't want to take Oxy too much. But, like, ended up needing to. But, anyway, Sophie. It. It's F. Mary Kill. Mm-hmm. Sophie has Last a really good F. One. Mary Kill she's really excited about. I found a picture that we can post with it so okay. you guys can help decide. Yeah, you guys can vote. All right, number one, we got the soul patch. <laughs> number two, we got the goatee. And three, trucker mustache. <laughs> I'll zoom in on the picture so we can assess the full damage. Oh, good heavens. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Okay, it's so hard because all the guys in this picture, too, like, they're not hot. It doesn't hot. matter. They're all... Like, I feel like with a hot guy, like, they could Alex, look better. Can, Alex, you want to weigh in, too? No? He said, no, thank you. Alex said, no, Okay, no, no. well, I think I'm effing the trucker mustache, the huge one. Yeah, trucker, goatee, or soul patch. Oh, my. I think I'll marry the goatee. Yeah, and then kill the soul, soul patch. I have not my... met a hot guy with a soul patch ever <laughs> in my life. My what Mr. Rogers with our with his dumpy our our what mas- our mas- Mr. Rogers Mr. Rogers in college are one of our um because I, I was think like Mr. Jamal- Rogers as a kid he- show no, does not have a dumpy my geometry oh my god guys I'm college. so happy now that I pooped I'm like <laughs> no, <laughs> I can do yeah. this podcast forever <laughs> um Effin the trucker mustache Mary the goatee and Cal the soul patch because that's just no mustache and a soul patch so brave. You're brave for that. <laughs> That's bad. Mm-mm. We have to save some for our next episode because we're going to do a post-op episode. Yeah, I've got more more for the future. Woo-hoo! Okay. I hope that was informative. Comment any questions you guys still have because <laughs> I feel like I covered everything, but it's like a lot. So, and that's, I had people messaging me and they like, asking me questions and I'm like, I'm making an episode about this, and just please listen to that, because it is, it's so much, and, like, all these people asking me these questions, Same and repeating questions. myself, yeah, and it's, like, if you ask two questions, you're probably not gonna not ask anymore, and it's mm-hmm. just, like, yeah, <laughs> so, hopefully this was helpful, thank you guys for listening, and then we'll be next back. next time. Yeah, till next time. For we'll post-op be time. Post-op with Sophie, Wee-hoo. my nurse. Bye, guys. <laughs> Bye.